Welcome back to Dig It In with Dr. Kelly Ann. And today we are digging into one of my favorite topics, intermittent fasting. It's a huge trend today, and we're going to find out exactly why. So think about our hunter-gatherers. They did not, absolutely did not, have a grocery store on every corner. So how they managed to provide nutrition for themselves and their families, they would go out and hunt and gather. Here's the problem. Because of many different forces in nature, they weren't always able to bring home food or enough food. So they would go through periods of fasting, naturally intermittent fast. And our bodies have learned to adapt in that threshold or in that manner where our bodies say, okay, eat, rest, eat, rest. And that is what is actually familiar to our body. And because of that, it's one of the reasons why it's so powerful and works so well. Here's what happens inside of your body when you're intermittent fasting. Think about insulin like your fat fertilizer. A lot of people have insulin dysregulation, which means that your insulin is not stable. It's not doing or reacting to the environment as it should. One of the things that intermittent fasting does, it helps to drop that insulin. And when that insulin drops, great things happen and great healing happens within your body and you become much more efficient. As your insulin goes down, your glucagon goes up and glucagon is your fat mobilizer and you need that to burn fat. So this is essential. And the other beautiful thing that happens is that your human growth hormone, it actually goes up. And this is like the fountain of youth because this really helps you hold on to your lean muscle mass, your lean tissue. And this is how you get that really beautiful, gorgeous sculpted look that helps keep you so youthful. Okay, you know, I've already talked about how I love this topic of intermittent fasting. We're learning so much together. I have someone that I love on this topic because not only does she speak to this so well, but there are little nuances that shortcut results and she knows them and she actually brought them to the surface. So I'm super excited to introduce to all of you, Amanda Tress, who has a force of a company and is helping thousands of women through this whole process about fasting, intermittent fasting. What the heck is it? So Amanda, I'm so glad that you're here. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you so much, Kellyanne. Yeah, we were just uh, kind of acknowledging each other and really appreciating the work that we're both doing because one of the things I love about Amanda is that she really is just out there to help other people, to help not only the people in her community, but just really understands that the business that we're in The business really is about service first. Thank you so much. And I completely agree. I think those of us who are focused on a purpose that goes outside of ourselves and specifically those of us in the wellness industry who realize that looking good in a bikini is not necessarily the end game. (laughs) You know, we are the ones making a very positive impact. Yes, agreed. So let's just start right from the get-go. I've kind of given my take on intermittent fasting, but I want to hear what you think. So let's just start from the ground running. What exactly is intermittent fasting? Yeah, and and one really important thing to understand when hearing the term intermittent fasting, which can sound a little bit intimidating, is listen, intermittent fasting is not a diet. It is simply an eating schedule. Our bodies are either digesting food or healing, 
And we want to give our bodies longer to heal. So intermittent fasting can be a very powerful nutrition strategy to implement as we seek to pursue ambitious health and wellness goals. There are many different intermittent fasting protocols that I recommend, several different intermittent fasting protocols that my clients follow in my program, The Faster Way to Fat Loss. Not everyone can do a 16-8 protocol, for example, but most people can do at minimum a 12-12 protocol. So that is often where we start with the particular intermittent fasting protocol. I remember when I first rolled out my program, gosh, five and a half years ago, many of my clients who I'd worked with previously were, were pretty worried to try intermittent fasting, even just simply skipping breakfast. Yes. They said, Amanda, we're going to pass out. We're going to be shaky. You know, how should I just lay down all morning? What should I do? But, uh, you know, frankly, it, as you mentioned, is not nearly as hard as it sounds. And, and what most people find is that they thrive with energy while fasting in the morning if they're simply skipping breakfast. And then uh, in my program, we typically break our fast or have that breakfast meal around 11 a.m. Uh, and, and, you know, then we're able to continue maintaining energy through the day as well. And I think part of this whole idea of, and I love that you brought this up, First of all, you know, breakfast, breaking the fast. I mean, just think about that. We're naturally inclined, our bodies are designed, our natural circadian rhythm has to really do a lot with fasting. But all of this like paranoia, when I first started talking about it, about missing breakfast, I found that to be so interesting. And then I love what you said about, gosh, do I have to lay down in the morning so I can eat? I guess I won't <laughs> have the energy to do much. And the truth of the matter is there are people that are like working out wickedly. And I'm not saying this is for everyone, but they, they work out and they burn fat like all out crazy during this intermittent fasting period. So, you know, it's, it's a new paradigm. It's a different way for people to think, but it's one that I always say it's against natural law for it not to work should you implement it in the way that works best for you. So if someone is listening to this and they say, okay, Amanda, okay, Kellyanne, I am really interested in this. Where would you tell them the first, the very first thing that they should do? Mm, that's a great question. When I was first implementing intermittent fasting in my own life and starting to work with my gym clients through this particular strategy, I said, listen, let's test intermittent fasting on a Sunday. Wake up, have your black coffee, drink some water, go to church, do whatever it is you do on a Sunday morning. And then around 11 a.m., break your fast with whole food nutrition. Sundays are a great day to try this because most of us are not at work, so we don't have high pressure meetings or other things that we're a little bit more worried about uh, or concerned in regard to how we will feel uh, to get through that particular time frame. After thriving through Sundays, then I would try perhaps a 16-8 protocol during the week because, you know, one important note as we talk about intermittent fasting is the fact that intermittent fasting is not an excuse to then go to the Ponderosa and have a buffet you know, right after saying, I just got through 16 hours and now I'm going to fill up Hallelujah. on junk food or whatever. Wahoo! Yeah. Wahoo time! <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So whole food nutrition when breaking the fast is of utmost importance. So let's get back to one thing that you said, just so I can dial this in for everyone so they're really clear. When you say 16-8, what do you mean? 
Yes, so I mean that we are going to fast for 16 hours and eat or feed for eight. Typically, that will look like starting the timer on your fast after dinner. So let's say, you know, today is Monday. I'm going to eat my dinner around 7 p.m. I will start the timer on my fast after dinner. I will then go to bed. I'll wake up the next morning, get the kids out the door. I'll drink some water. I'll have some black coffee. By 7 a.m. in the morning, I've already completed 12 hours of my 16-hour fast. My body's had some time to heal. My body's been able to improve immune system. Of course, autophagy is a very important benefit of intermittent what's fasting autophagy? as well. Amanda, what's autophagy for people? Healing. You know, we, our bodies need to heal. We need the opportunity to get rid of the junk, you know, and, and so uh, that is an important component. Of course, accelerating fat loss is a benefit of fasting as well. Uh, but by 7 a.m., we've already completed 12 hours of our 16-hour fast. We continue thriving through the morning. We focus on the tasks that we need to get done. And then at 11 a.m., we break our fast and we've already completed that 16-hour fast. So again, not nearly as scary or intimidating as it sounds. And, you know, it's amazing. First of all, 11 o'clock is my favorite time to start eating as well. That's my, I call it my go-to time. That, 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 you know, that to me works the best and is most comfortable. But I think one of the things that I like about this, this uh, kind of uh, particle, this, this, this vehicle for a food plan is that it's flexible. So you don't have to start it at 10 or 11 or 12. You can mm -hmm. shift it to whatever works for you, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So that's really helpful. And the whole idea here is to mobilize fat. But one of the things I love about your messaging, Amanda, is that you talk about other nuances of fasting, which I found really interesting, which you don't hear about a whole lot. Uh, and I think they really work. Let's talk first about carb cycling. Explain what that is and how you would put that into this type of plan. Yes. Carb cycling is an intentional variation of your carbohydrate intake. I personally do not believe in eliminating an entire macronutrient group, which would be carbs, like some other popular lifestyles yes. on the market. Yes. I do feel that a keto lifestyle, for example, can be beneficial in some instances for some people. For example, for example, my father has type 2 diabetes, and I might recommend uh, an extreme low-carb diet for him initially, and then a transition into a carb cycling and intermittent fasting lifestyle. In the Fast Way to Fat Loss, we follow a very strategic and particular food cycle. On some days, we do low-carb macro days. On other days, we do higher-carb days. And a really unique aspect of my programming is that on our lower-carb macro days, where we typically consume less than 50 grams of net carbs, we also pair that particular food log, that meal plan, with 30-minute HIT workouts. So we are hoping to deplete our glycogen stores so we can then burn fat or triglycerides for fuel by pairing that low carb macro day with a high intensity interval workout. And on those particular days, we can literally feel the fat melting off our bodies. And then on some of our heavier strength days, like for example, our heavy leg day, we do a higher carb macro day in order to optimize our metabolism, rev up that thyroid function, and also be sure that we're able to put on some lean calorie burning muscle long-term. 
So it really goes back to, if I may, old bodybuilding pr principles, really. It's yeah, switching yeah. up the body, never letting your mm -hmm. body get too comfortable as to where it's going, like anything else. When anything exactly. gets too comfortable, it plateaus. Absolutely, 100%. And, you know, just to understand my background a little bit more, I come from the fitness industry. Yes. Uh, you know, I really kind of happened upon wellness, but my background, my passion is fitness industry. So, uh, you know, that really was my perspective for so long. But I was working with gym clients and we were increasing carbs and counting calories for 10 years and my clients were in plateau. So I decided to strategically pair workouts with a food cycle, a carb cycle, and incorporate intermittent fasting. And that's when the real magic happened. So what would you say to someone that says, Amanda, I like what I'm hearing, but that sounds really hard to me because I don't know how I'm going to have the energy to work out when I can barely get through the day as it is. I have young kids at home. By the way, how many kids do you have, Amanda? I have four kiddos. Oh my goodness. She has four <laughs> kids. Okay. So what would you say to somebody that says, I've got, you know, kiddos at home and I'm, you know, I'm running on empty as it is. You're talking about not eating and working out. So you want me to start not eating and you want me to start working out. What the heck? So speak to that. I love this question so much. First and foremost, I created my program for the busy mom, the busy professional, the, the woman who says, I don't have two hours to hop on an elliptical at a gym and then dink around on Nautilus equipment and no. then eat the lean cuisine or prepare the foods. You know, 30 minute workouts are the answer. I truly believe this. And uh, incorporating these cutting edge nutrition strategies as well so that we can really maximize our time and optimize our metabolism in the process. Energy is so important. In my program, we eat more of the right macronutrients in order to increase energy. Then we incorporate intermittent fasting with these effective workouts to again, deplete our glycogen stores on, on certain days so that we can become a pro fat bur burner versus <laughs> simply a sugar burner. Uh, and, and, you know, again, I created this program over a decade. Okay. And it was after watching my gym clients slave away in the gym with me and even sometimes train for a half marathon. In addition to our gym workouts, count calories yep. and not see results. You know, my clients were hitting plateaus when I was in school, I was taught that if you wanted to lose weight, you had to maintain a deficit. Okay. There was like, it was a math equation. It was how yes. much are you consuming and how much are you burning? And we would literally, I would sit there and do math with my clients. I'd say, okay, you had X number of calories and we burned, you know, ABC calories on the treadmill and the stepper and the elliptical. And then we did these, you know, but my clients were in plateau and I'm like, what is the deal? You know, why isn't this? Boy, working? don't I know it. Boy, don't oh I know. Well, let me do an hour yes. of cardio before work. And then at lunch, I'm going to run in there and I'm going to do my, I'm going to do two a days. We used to call yes. them two a days. Yes. I'm going to go in there Same. and I'm going to do my two a days. And I think yep. about the brutality of Ugh. the body. And I almost feel like if I may, I almost feel like it was almost like punishment punishing ourselves mm. in order to get results we have to punish punish and it developed a whole kind of error so to speak and whole yes. error yes. of uh, pain to get gain and we yes. really have retracted all of that as a society in general because mm. now it's all about self-nourishment self-healing self-care so we have yes. done an Thank absolute flip on that and i think a lot of it is because we found what you found which there there are there are trip switches there are ways 
that you can walk around the pain. And mm-hmm. so that's yes. why I love this. So let's just break this down. I want to be really clear on this for people because I think this is gold. So you, and if I'm just summarizing for you, if I may, uh, there's a trifecta effect that's happening. So you have people on intermittent fasting mm-hmm. and then you have people switch the amount of carbohydrates they have in a certain time. And you yes. combine that with a workout that's super efficient. Exactly. That you works got well. It. So you're saying that is the trifecta. So those three prongs, bam, will give you the effect. And I want to say every, I want to tell everyone, uh, Amanda is incredibly beautiful. So I have seen her, you know, in person, eye to eye. Her body is something that we should all aspire to. And she has four oh, children. Thank you. Oh, it's true. Um, so she has four. So something that you're talking about is working here. So, mm, and I just wanted yeah. to bring that because I like it when people are influencing and they're actually, you know, they, they are speaking and, and working, uh, working the work themselves. I really appreciate that, Kellyanne. And, you know, I think it's worth noting that I do not have good genes. In fact, I was on blood pressure medication 20 years ago, told I'd be on blood pressure meds for the rest of my life. I was about to go on metformin for insulin resistance. How I old? Tell them how PCOS. old. Tell them how old I, I was. Yeah, I started on blood pressure medication at 17. Uh, My blood pressure was 170 over 110 consistently. I was uh, really struggling with uh, blood sugar issues as well. And, uh, you know, my, my family is not healthy. My two sisters to this day are morbidly obese. And so, you know, it's been a grind. It's been a challenge for me to overcome my own health issues and uh, now maintain my weight. But for me, it's such a gift that I went through that journey because now I'm able to relate with my own clients on a level that I wouldn't have otherwise. I think that's the driver for you for sure, because, you know, it's not easy to build what you built. And there's got to be a lot of heart and passion behind that. So we got to wrap this up. So I'm really excited about everything that you talked about because it certainly is aligned with a lot of what I speak about. And, uh, you know, I love, you know, for me, my message, just for those that are listening, I love to take everything that she did and add a sprinkle of bone broth, if I may, because I find that if you're listening to this and you're saying thank you and you're saying you're, you're one of those people where this still sounds like it may be difficult for me or my blood sugar gets really wonky. One of the things that you'll learn is that your blood sugar starts to regulate so that fat fertilizer starts to regulate when you start doing this. But while you're in the process and your body is learning, it's not such a bad thing to have something like bone broth to help stabilize and get you through and heal your body in the process. Is there anything else that you want people to know? I think we gave a really good uh, visualization of what someone would go through in your program. What else do you want people to know for the last words? Yeah, two, two quick things. First and foremost, there is hope for everyone. If you have tried the popular expensive programs on the market and you have failed, listen, there is hope for you. It's not your fault that the program you tried previously didn't work, okay? It's not your fault. There is an answer. Uh, and also to accountability is key. In the faster way, we provide a one-on-one coach for each client because we find that uh, having encouragement and support is vital for overall success. Uh, And so that one-on-one human connection has been a really uh, vital component. 
Mm, I agree. We all, we used to, we always say call on the troops, have a community, yes. you know, have a community and go through it with a buddy. We have even research shows that you get monumentally better results. So I have to say, this has been such a pleasure. Please tell everyone where they can get more of you, Amanda. Yes, you can visit our website, fasterwaytofatloss.com. There is a free quiz on that particular website. So you can also follow me on Instagram at Amanda Tress or at fasterwaytofatloss. Okay, faster way to fat loss. So I love this program and it definitely has a DKA stamp of approval. Thank you so much for sharing this time with our, with our listeners and our viewers. Uh, this is gold. So we will be spending more time, I'm sure, talking more about intermittent fasting. Thank you so much. It's been my pleasure. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. You asked and I'm going to answer. First up, so how quickly will I lose weight with intermittent fasting? Well, you tend to lose weight relatively quickly. It's one of the quicker ways that I've found that people lose weight. It does take a couple of weeks to really maybe start seeing what you want to see, but rest assured your body starts getting into that fat burning mode pretty quickly. Are there different methods of intermittent fasting? There's a lot of different fasting methods and there's a lot trending right now. At the top of the list, it's one of the most popular is the 16-8 program. And what that means is eight hours a day is when your go time is. And what do I mean? It's eight hours a day you're eating. So you pick a window of eight hours that works best for you because remember, this is supposed to be comfortable and flexible to meet your needs. And the 16 hours, no eating. So that's how that works. Okay, so after the 16-8, another one that's been around for a while, but people still use in different variations, is the 5-2 diet. So the 5-2 diet is five days a week, you're gonna be eating a sensible, healthy diet, where two days a week, you're gonna restrict your calories from about 400 to about 600 calories a day, allowing that little downtime for your body to heal. And that's another form of intermittent fasting. Another diet that people are doing, which was found to be effective for many, is something called the warrior diet. And this is where you eat very little during the day, a little snacking, a very little snacking, and then you have one large meal at night. Again, the point being, that you're eating very low calories during the day, giving your body that downgrade, that rest to heal and to replenish, and you're having your one meal at night, kind of a way to separate them. Another diet is called the eat, stop, eat diet. And that is exactly what it sounds like. You'll take a day of eating and then another day of intermittent fasting, a day of eating, intermittent fasting, think of it like a revolving door. So one day you're eating, the next day you're breaking, one day you're eating, the next day you're breaking. And another diet, which I have to tell you, I personally love is the bone broth diet. And I have to bring this up. Yes, I invented this diet, but it was born off of the concept of intermittent fasting, meaning that two days a week, two non-consecutive days a week, you sip on bone broth during the day and you have a light meal at night. And this program was invented for those people who were my patients over the years that came in and said, I really want to do this fasting, but my blood sugar bonks all of the time. So even though uh, a lot, intermittent fasting was created or brought back to the table as a way to regulate blood sugar, until you get there, for some people, their sugar goes wonky and it bonks. So 
So one of the reasons why, one of the problems that I tried to solve with bone broth, bringing bone broth to the table was, let's have some bone broth during the day. You don't have the cravings and crashes. Give your body time to heal. Give your gut time to heal and to repopulate. So it turned out to be a very healthful uh, and helpful diet to many. Does intermittent fasting do anything to my brain? Oh, yes. It's one of the best tools that I've used throughout the years with people that have wanted to see an improvement in cognition or cognitive behavior. Because when you give your cells that time to regenerate, your brain kicks into full gear. And it's through that process of cellular regeneration. So if you take that time actually for brain health, when it is your go time to incorporate some healthy fats in there, things like MCT oils, things like avocado or olives or extra virgin olive oil, or maybe some coconut oil for cooking. If you start incorporating some of those, it'll even supercharge your brain more. Can I drink alcohol with intermittent fasting? No one in the earth would love to say yes more than me. I love a glass of wine as much as anyone. But here's the thing. When you're not eating, the alcohol goes into your system so much faster. And actually, it's not great for gut health. So one of the things that we're trying to do during intermittent fasting is improve all of those. Improve your metabolic flexibility. improve your insulin levels, improve your ability to burn fat. And so drinking alcohol during that process, during that that governed time to do that is really counterproductive. Intermittent fasting. Now, do I dig it or am I ready to ditch it? Well, I don't think it's any surprise to any of you when I say I'm going to like dig it, dig it, dig it. This is like a 3x dig. One of the reasons why I wrote the 10 day belly slim down, I wrote the bone broth diet is because of my absolute love and adoration for intermittent fasting. Why? Because as I said before, whenever you do anything that makes so much sense to the body that it's against natural law for it not to work, I'm going to love. So intermittent fasting, if you are in a place where you can incorporate any kind of intermittent fasting, any of the programs that I mentioned, you're likely gonna get very good, a very good response. So I absolutely dig it. Thanks everyone for tuning in to this episode of Digging In with Dr. Kellyanne, where we evaluated and dug into one of my all-time favorite topics, intermittent fasting, and there's a lot of good, juicy info here. Hey there, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Digging In with Dr. Kellyanne. And I hope you enjoyed it and grabbed some good info along the way. And if you did, please subscribe and leave a review. Until next time.